0: The Sports sports
1: dance. Dance. Hey everyone and welcome to the Sports Dance. My name is Greg, and with me, as always, I know I can guarantee he'll be back with us next year. Guarantee that contract says it all. It's Paul, everybody. Paul, how you doing?
0: I am doing fantastic. I'm glad to know that my contract is ironclad.
1: It is. It's 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 guaranteed at least through next year. Awesome. So we'll see how you do. We'll see how the performance handles. You know, this is I gonna be I,
0: I hope you'll say nice things about me. Well, today.
1: it goes through year 60, so we're gonna see how it goes.
0: Ooh, goodness sakes.
1: <laughs> but you know, sometimes the intro tends to, you know, mimic a little bit of what our stories are going to be about the day and maybe play into what our first topic of the day is going to be. And the NFL season's over. The off season hasn't really gotten started outside of the quarterback, who's going where type thing, but free agency, all that hasn't really began, but theme of the year. So far is quarterbacks, what's happening with them, who needs them, who kind of doesn't want them anymore. Another one comes out today the GM of the Steelers on Big Ben's future. Now, don't forget, Big Ben has a contract. It's something like $40 million for this year. He has already come out saying, I will restructure. Uh, he just lost his starting center, though, in one of the Pouncy brothers. I forget if it's Mike, which one it is, in Pittsburgh. But so he just lost an offensive lineman. He's, of course, going to be willing to give up money to try to replace him and also, you know, kind of give the team flexibility. He knows his contract is a big hit, so he's trying to do what he can. But the GM today came out and basically said, Kevin Colbert said, as we sit here today, Ben is a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He reiterated that to us that he wants to continue to play. And we told him, quite frankly, we have to look at this current situation. With Ben's current cap number, some adjustments will have to be made. So if you're Ben Roethlisberger and you hear that, do you think your days in Pittsburgh are numbered?
0: I think I'm... Making sure my locker's cleaned out. And <laughs> looking for a house somewhere else. I don't know. I don't think that was a vote of confidence.
1: No, right? Like, you're the franchise guy. It's not like you had a bad season statistically. Like, he was pretty good. They made it to the playoffs. They started off 10-0, and 11-0. I mean, yeah, it, it bombed pretty quickly at the end of that. But overall, it's not like they had a poor season when you look at it. Well,
0: today is a big word It is, and it, he could have said anything else he could have said we're working on it and we hope so you know, yeah
1: he we're could working
0: have, together we're trying to get it to happen and he didn't say have, it, that or anything remotely like it
1: could have said a lot of things he chose to say that which when you look at it right now the quarterback market and everything's going on in the nfl is crazy you could honestly look and say there are 10 teams right now who are potentially going to be looking to either move a quarterback or get a quarterback. That is a lot of things. That's a third of the league. You have the Eagles trying to move off Wentz. You have the Steelers. Yeah. was that like a nice little ding letting me know that Wentz was correct answer. Is <laughs> Wentz is potentially on the move. That's still up in the air. We're going to talk about that. Now you had Ben into it. You have the Jags probably taking Trevor Lawrence number one, so that's another quarterback. You have the Jets probably taking a quarterback. You have the Panthers and the Falcons both potentially taking quarterbacks in this draft. You have like six guys in the first 15 picks getting getting drafted to be quarterbacks for a team. Maybe not starting, but then you also have San Francisco who's still kind of up in the air about their situation. You have a lot of teams that are very unsure about their quarterback situation going on right now. So if you're the Steelers and you have Ben, Trading him is going to be very hard with that cap number. Like, it's just going to be almost impossible. But also, if you're trying to lure in any sort of guys to come play in Pittsburgh to help push you over that edge to get to another Super Bowl, how are you going to give them a vote of confidence being like, hey, Ben's not our quarterback now. Uh, we drafted a guy or we are using one of our backups? Like, At least, Ben, people know he's going to air it out and throw it. If you're a wide receiver, you're like, okay, that works for me.
0: They are trying to get a deal for the guy. And to your point, everybody's looking at quarterbacks. It's the topic of everybody's roster. Um, Nobody can afford one. And, well, apparently um, Tampa Bay could. But... uh, wouldn't you just word it the right way to make sure that everybody thought you were supporting him?
1: Yeah, at least something. I get the financial situation is kind of what is the variable here with him, but he's already said he's willing to work it out with you guys and figure out a way to make his big hit potentially not be as big of a blow. So you have some flexibility. Wouldn't you come out and say, we know Ben wants to be here. We're, Trying to make sure his cap number works in our favor. He's willing to do that. That's great. That's where we're at right now.
0: 100% you would. And I. Something along that. Yep. I don't understand. Even just for the fan base. I mean, your fan base has got to be like, I'm sure there's a few people that don't like Ben, but oh, yeah, there's
1: plenty. Exciting. But at the same time, you, at least as the Steelers, when Ben said he was wanting to come back, you were like, okay, we at least have another year of stability. We know who our quarterback's going to be. Look at all these other teams who have no clue. They're running around with like chickens with their head cut off. You see the Rams trading their starting quarterback, which nobody really thought was going to be a thing. You have the 49ers who have a perfectly good quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo. And they're like, you, yeah, we don't know if we want them. You have <laughs> the Eagles who have two quarterbacks, but. The Eagles are just—that's a whole situation we're going to get into again. It's going to be a weekly thing until Wentz is moved out, which he might be moved while we do the show. I kind of hope—I was hoping, praying—he was either traded or they just came out saying we're not moving him before we, our show this week. They didn't. But you have all we're these other teams.
0: Right
1: yeah, you have the Jets who have Sam Darnold for another few years under contract, and they're like, "No, we're probably going to take another guy." Like it's—it doesn't—it doesn't make sense. If you're the Steelers, why you do this? If you're thinking of even trying to move him, why don't you do it behind closed doors? He doesn't. He doesn't. He earn that right as a two-time Super Bowl winning winning quarterback for your franchise. He has been there his whole career, put up numbers, had great winning seasons. Don't you think he at least deserves, even if you don't like the guy? Doesn't he deserve at least kind of that?
0: Yes. One hundred percent, he does. But why? Is it the new in vogue thing? It's a trashy player.
1: I don't. I don't know. And I get it. Uh, I was listening to Colin Cowherd today. He was even talking about this, and he said, no, I get the Steelers. Maybe are hesitant. Roethlisberger is older, and he's not. It's not like he is committed the way Brady is committed with his health. Like he is constantly always working out and getting in better shape and doing everything he can to stay young." At for somebody his age and in the game that they play. Ben Roethlisberger, like the season ends, he's kind of just like, all right, I'm going to hang out. See you, you next
0: year. What? Yeah. I, I,
1: <laughs> like he shows up. He's kind of always on the heavier side. He doesn't have the mobility he once had when he was younger. He relies on raw talent. And granted, he's gotten him pretty far. But maybe the Steelers are kind of done with that. I don't know.
0: Don't you want to talk up your quarterback if you're trying to trade your quarterback.
1: Yeah. I mean, they didn't, he didn't necessarily trash him. He just said at this point, we have to evaluate the situation and see where we're at with them.
0: Yeah. So. That's that. Yeah. That's not a giant vote of confidence.
1: No, it's not when a vote of confidence. would
0: be very happy to take him off their hands, but not for that kind of money. There's no room.
1: No. I mean, you would have to get something significant back from a team also Like, it's just, I I don't know how it works. Also, when you think about it, we'll move into the next part because, I mean, there's not much more to say than if you're the Steelers, what are you doing? But J.J. Watt released by the Texans. That was the big news story of the weekend. Shocked, shocked me when I heard it because the only Texans news I expected to hear was Deshaun Watson's leaving. I never thought they would say, hey, our franchise player, the guy that has been here for since 2010, I want to say. Leads a, like our whole stats on defensive side, like every category for the defensive lineman. Future Hall of Famer, he came to us. He wants to be released. We're releasing him. Like, okay. J.J. Watt came out with a video basically saying, hey, I wanted you to hear from me first. I went to the family and said, please, I'd like to be released from my contract. I'd like to pursue potentially a place where I can go and have a chance to win a ring. Basically letting you know, Texans fans, congrats, you are not winning a ring anytime soon. Jesus, it's crazy. Um,
0: and, and you're right, the face of the franchise, the face of doing the decent thing in the community, man, what a shocker.
1: Houston, like to put it in perspective, of, I feel awful for Houston fans outside of the Astros because, well, still screw those guys for cheating. But even with that included, <laughs> Listen to this list of players who have left Houston sports teams or want to leave Houston sports teams in the past year. You've had George Springer, their star center star outfielder for the Astros. He's left James Harden after being on the Rockets forever, wanted out Russell Westbrook asked to be traded out. Uh, JJ Watt now is gone. And Deshaun Watson wants out. You have five huge names in the sports world if you count george springer for mlb which he's big for the baseball but the other four are all top 15 20 guys in their sports you can make the argument for at least when they're all at the top of their game and they all said nope and left i feel bad for houston fans because it has nothing to do with the people everybody loves houston all the players are like i love the city Just don't want to be on the team anymore.
0: There's got to be personalities, individual personalities coming into play.
1: I I don't know. but
0: I mean, it's great. It's huge money for these people. Yeah. And money clearly doesn't make you happy.
1: No. But so J.J. Watt, like we said, asked to be released. He was granted his release. He's now a free agent. And he even tweeted out today saying, man, free agency is wild. (laughs) Because... Since it was announced, I'm pretty sure every major NFL player for every team has tweeted at him, messaged him in some sort of way, being like, Hey, like, like you would look good in XYZ jersey,
0: you'd look good in a Tampa Bay uniform. (laughs)
1: Like, and well, that's the thing, clearly. I remember I said it the other week when it was rumored that they might even consider trading him. I was like, I think at this point, he is more about, I want to win in the playoffs than money. Like he has made enough money. He has his subway commercials. He has that ultimate tag game on Fox. If it's still a thing after the pandemic, I don't know if it is, but like he has everything outside of it. He has income from other places. He doesn't need money. He is a likable guy. People flock to him because he has that type of personality in general. So that's not an issue. He wants to win. Everybody knows you play the game to win championships. He has never gotten really the opportunity to do that. Every time they've made the playoffs in Houston, they've lost the first game. I don't think they've ever made it the next round. So it leads you to think, okay, there's only a few teams, you know, in the next year or two that probably have a good chance at the Super Bowl. Where does he end up? I want you to give me at least one team from the NFC and one team from the AFC that you think he could end up with, Paul.
0: Well, um, Tampa Bay, I said it jokingly, but they're not afraid to spend some money.
1: Nope.
0: And who else?
1: So that's your NFC side.
0: Does he want to play with his brothers, though?
1: Well, that leads us back to the whole Ben Roethlisberger thing. Like, if you're him, and you know that Ben might not be there, and you don't know who the quarterback's going to be, yeah, Yeah, playing with your brothers would be awesome.
0: If you were going to win the Super Bowl
1: together. But... Without Ben there, and depending on who the quarterback is, your chances fluctuate there, whether or not you have an actual chance, and you're also in a division with another team or two that could ultimately outplay you for an entire season and make the playoffs instead of you in the Ravens, and yes, surprisingly, the Browns, who are, believe it or not, my side for the AFC that I think has a clear shot of signing him and it's been rumored that he could. Cleveland is in play for J.J. Watt, which is crazy. But the other team in the NFC, outside of the Bucks, which you said, the Packers would make a lot of sense for him. One, he's a Wisconsin kid. That's where he played football. That's where he grew up. It'd be a homecoming. Plus, they just made it to the NFC Championship. I'm sure one or two extra pressures on Tom Brady may have changed that game. Maybe a strip sack from JJ makes a difference in that game. You just don't know. So you have those to consider. Where he ends up, I wouldn't be shocked if it's one of those four. I would put it between the Bucks, Packers, Browns, and Steelers based solely on the brother situation for where he ends up. But who knows? Dark Horse could come in. You never know. Maybe he goes, hey, Chiefs, I don't need money. I just want to play and win a championship. They also give a good chance.
0: Hey, They needed somebody on that team that could have gotten it Tom Brady.
1: Exactly. There's another situation. So who knows? All I know is that is crazy to think about, that J.J. Watt is a free agent and basically up for pennies on the dollar because he wants to win a championship.
0: Teams will find the way, and uh, so if you if you're if you're sitting behind the desk at, at Tampa or Kansas City, or Pittsburgh, or any one of them, say hey, you want to win, come join us. What else do we need to do?
1: Yeah, right. That's, that's
0: Sorry, just... cap, but we can buy you a house, <laughs> I'll rent one for you.
1: Yes, well that, but that's what is crazy out of all of that to me is, he. It's just a free agent. Like the Texans in general have just gone so downhill, so quick. It's mind-blowing. It
0: happens, it happens to teams.
1: It does. Like the next team, the Eagles. Uh, I know we keep talking about this because I am an Eagles fan, and it is it hit, it hits close to home because, well, I don't want to see my team suck. I've seen my team suck. I don't want to see them suck anymore, but guess what? They're going to suck. And I'm just going to keep saying it because it's true. The Eagles right now are screwing themselves in so many different ways. They don't even realize one. They're showing guys that potentially in the future doesn't matter what the situation is. We're willing to screw you over to benefit us or we'll bash you in the media. We'll do whatever it takes. Like nobody's coming out and stepping up for Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. Nobody's like, Hey, listen, I want him to stay. Like, Front office, nobody. The coach didn't even make a commitment, and I get it. He wants out, but you've never really given him much reason to stay in this past year. He led you to multiple playoff wins, not playoff wins, but he led you to playoff appearances. He had a great season. He has had injuries up the wazoo the past two years to his offensive side of the ball, which makes it much harder to play with. And in those two years, all you did was, somehow blame him still even though he didn't turn over the ball that much he did this year a lot but I think something mentally kind of got to him after his concussion last year who knows what it was he may have lost his edge but then maybe also, he lost his
0: edge. But you gotta, you gotta have somebody on that line protecting you
1: yes well that's the other that's what I mean all the injuries wide receivers everybody like he, he can only do so much but then also you drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round like hey We got rid of Nick Foles, but we brought in another guy that people are going to be like, hey, maybe we should give him a try if you start to struggle. like There's never been that vote of confidence of you're the guy outside of the first year. he In 2017, he played like an MVP. They gave him an extension like the year after. Like That was the vote of confidence. It immediately goes down the drain, though, when you start kind of bashing him for the fact that your offense has nine nine out of 11 starters injured both years. Like, both years they had nine out of the 11 guys get hurt. It'd be like him and a tight end healthy, him and Jason Kelsey healthy. Like, that's it. I just don't get it. But they're hurting themselves that way. But also, I saw a thing today, which is, if it happens, the dumbest, and I'm going to even say stupidest thing that could happen. And if it does, the GM needs to be fired, which is the Eagles trade Wentz And then with their number six pick, draft a quarterback. So you're telling me you're getting rid of Carson Wentz, the number two pick in the 2016 draft or 17, whatever it was, draft. Because you believe in Jalen Hurts, but apparently you don't believe in Jalen Hurts enough, so you're going to take another quarterback a year after taking Hurts, who's also on a rookie contract, instead of building up the offense or defense in some other way by taking another game changer for either your wide receivers or your secondary or linebackers. Instead, you're going to take another quarterback and create more quarterback controversy of who's starting, who's playing. How dumb can you be? Well, that is, that is what one NFL source said they heard was a possibility.
0: They want to unload him and what they do after the fact, um, And I don't know that they're that sold on Jalen Hurts.
1: Then why are you getting rid of Carson Wentz?
0: I get you. I mean, are things that upside down at that team where they're going to just make a change of face and they think that's going to help.
1: But if I'm telling you right now, as an Eagles fan, if they draft another quarterback this year, if they get rid of Wentz and they draft a quarterback at number six, so it's not going to be Trevor Lawrence. It's not going to be Zach Wilson. It's not going to be Justin Fields. It might be Trey Lance and it might be Mac Jones, one of those two, who neither of those are guys, and I'm like, oh, yeah, totally changes my mood. Like, that is, I'm all in. If his name is not Trevor Lawrence at the number six pick, which it won't be, why are you taking a quarterback? If you think you might suck next year, wouldn't you rather just suck and potentially get the number one pick or number two pick? Instead, get a wide receiver that you won't get a chance at again or get an offensive lineman that you won't get a chance at again or get that linebacker or cornerback that you desperately need for your defense. You have a quarterback. You have Jalen Hurts. You have a guy under a rookie contract. If you get rid of Wentz, you can go out, get Ryan Fitzpatrick for the year if you really don't believe in Jalen Hurts. Like, you could do that. Get Cam Newton. I don't care what you do. Pull the Patriots. If they don't take him back, bring him to the Eagles. Like, But for God's sakes, do not... Draft another quarterback because then you're in the same boat. Who, what rookie contract do we want to play with? Which one's the one that we want to go with?
0: And how long do you go
1: with him exactly? Like, if he has three if bad games, three
0: games let him lose nine games, what do you do?
1: That's that's what I mean. So, I hope that source that whoever it was that told, I forget who it was on Twitter, that's a reporter that might be a move they do was wrong because. I think the fan base would revolt. Like, I think they might just go burn down Lincoln financial field.
0: <laughs> Maybe they should.
1: <laughs> Maybe they should. No, no, we don't condone Condone don't, violence. We
0: don't, we don't. No, no, no,
1: no. I was joking. We sang in
0: jest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's just like at this point, I don't even care. Like keep them or don't just be done with it. Like that's where I'm at. But for God's sakes, if you trade them, do not draft another quarterback in the first round. Sign a guy in free agency to be the backup. You got to let Jalen Hurts have the keys if you're getting rid of Wentz.
0: And if you're going to get behind somebody, they didn't get... They're clearly not behind um, Wentz. And if they're going to sign another quarterback, what's that say to Hurts? Exactly. By the way, we don't believe in you either.
1: It's it's just... It's really just one of those things. But enough with that. Enough with the Carson Wentz talk for this week because I'm sure we'll have more next week. Before we get...
0: I'm talking about it in an hour, hopefully.
1: Before we get into NBA action, we have to get out of this slop that was the Eagles, and what better way than to take a quick commercial break from Tide Way? So, Paul, we'll be right back. Looking for great, 100 waterproof shoes? Look no further than Tide They have boots that are comfortable and flexible, and work great in the outdoors. They're made with six millimeter neoprene uppers that are the best, and anti-slip. You're not going to find a better deal than Tide Wee. and if you're going to get them, make sure you go to 12ouncesportsnetwork.com slash Tidewee and place your order. Again, everybody needs rain boots. Some people need snow boots. If you're in Texas right now, you definitely might need these boots. Don't forget, Tide Wee. they're 100% waterproof, anti-slip, comfortable and flexible. Just make sure if you're going to get them, you go to 12ouncesportsnetwork.com slash Tidewee all right paul it sounds like yeah i I may have made a little part in there about texas and that little commercial but i mean they do i feel bad for the people in texas they got pipes bursting they have no idea how to deal with snow
0: they don't know how to drive in it they don't know how to turn the heat drip the water they're a mess and electrical doesn't know how to keep up with it people in the hospital from uh, charcoal to keep warm it's like dear god
1: (laughs) took a dark turn there Anyway,
0: yeah, hey, on that
1: note, on that note, NBA action. Oh, okay. Let's talk some Lakers. Anthony, as you know him, or AD, as most know him, Anthony Davis, left their game the other day against the Nuggets with not a torn Achilles tendon, but a sprained Achilles, something along that line, where it's going to be evaluated in two to three weeks. Obviously, to see where he's at, because you don't want to mess with your Achilles tendon. You've seen guys try to come back from it too soon. Case in point, Kevin Durant in the playoffs a few years ago, hurt against Houston, tried to come back in the finals against Toronto, ruptured it, missed the entire next year. That is not something the Lakers want to do, especially LeBron James, who is 36 and is ring chasing from here on out. I mean, you're always ring chasing, but he's especially only got a few years left. So, Paul, the question is, one, do we think Anthony Davis can come back this year from – this Achilles strain, do you think it's going to be fine in the long run? And two, can a 36-year-old LeBron James keep the boat afloat in LA for a month or so?
0: Everyone will play up to LeBron. So, yes, they can handle it for a month or so. I don't know. I, I, I'm i not a doctor, but to your point, you rush the Achilles, you're screwed. So... so. I think you let LeBron carry the team as he usually does. And you, you have to let that dude recover and it can't be day to day. It's got to be, Hey, slam dunk. He's playing.
1: Yes, it does.
0: And, and I don't know that, you know, he wants to give up his career this early.
1: Yeah. Like that's the whole thing. Like, uh, do you chance it? Do you not chance it? It's one of those it's hard to figure out because like your Achilles might feel okay, and then you take this one quick jab to one way or the other, and it's not. It's, it's completely too. gone, and you're just like, What do we do now? I don't yeah. know.
0: So, sell cars. What? Sell cars, sell cars, <laughs> sell me <meat>. sausage, something. <laughs> take a concession outside the field. I gotta tell you. It is I, there's gotta be pressure right from an organization to come back and play. But yeah, they want I would you so. to because they don't want you they don't want to pay you to sit on the bench or not even show up, sit up in the up in the uh, box. But I, I don't rush it. You got the best basketball player probably in the history of the sport. Let him have the team play up to him and get through it.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I think you give him as much time as you need, you have to be 100% sure he can come back and do everything he needs to do without that rupturing because it, it's no joke. It's not it, He'd be gone another year, and it'd be hard for LeBron to even make it halfway through the playoffs. So yeah, LeBron James has carried teams to the finals before. It's been in the East, though. The Western Conference is its, home, its own beast. You have to get through a juggernaut just to get to the finals. And this year in the finals, you may be facing a team like the Nets. who, Yeah, they can't play defense, but when you're LeBron and it's you versus essentially Kyrie Harden and Kevin Durant in an offensive game, you're not going to have enough firepower by yourself. The other, he can make other guys elevate their games around him, but again, we've seen it before. That's why he has a bunch of finals losses because he only can bring guys so far. He can only bring the guy who's ranked 100th out of point guards in the league to the championship so many times and expect to win. Like, it's just one of those things you've seen it. You need to have another star player with you nowadays, or you kind of always have, you've always had to have somebody like look, Michael Jordan had Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman for most of his runs. Like you need those people that can also, if you have an off night, step up in your place. There's nobody else on the Lakers right now. Who is that guy? Like Kyle Kuzma is a good third or fourth scoring option. He's not a number two guy. So can he keep it afloat for a month? Yes. Can he do it throughout the entire playoffs if they don't have him? No.
0: No. And 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 you know what? Health is everything. So it goes back to play when you can play. And, you know, I, I would say probably the person that's lamenting about this the most is LeBron James.
1: Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they make a move for one of the two guys we're going to talk about next because it's a weird situation that we're going to talk about. The Detroit Pistons and Cleveland Cavaliers have both decided two of their top a top player for each of them will not see the court until they can be dealt or bought out. Blake Griffin on the Pistons and Andre Drummond on the Cavs both have basically said, listen, I want to go to a contender uh, I, I you, you guys suck. <laughs> and He's not wrong. Uh, you, nobody's winning a championship in Cleveland or Detroit anytime soon, in case you didn't know. But these are two guys that put on different teams, can make a difference. Like Andre Drummond, if he goes to the Celtics, the Celtics go from a 500 team to immediate top two, top three in the East, could be a finalist at the end of the year. With a guy like that, because the one thing the Celtics don't have is a big man that can dominate the boards and score like Tristan Thomas and Tyson, Robert Williams are three combined are pretty good. But (laughs) I take one Andre Drummond over the three of them because he alone can get 20 rebounds in a game if he wants to. That is not a normal thing, (laughs) especially when teams get like 45 in a game when he's getting half your rebounds by himself pretty good and then blake griffin isn't the blake griffin that he used to be but he still could provide that spark for your team that you need at different times so lakers probably don't have what it takes to get them but paul hearing this situation do you think it's smart by these two teams to basically sit these guys for potentially the next month
0: so i'm sitting thinking it goes back to football you're trying to trade somebody, you're trying to make a great deal, and you sit them on the bench. Yeah. So again, it goes back to personality, or they suck, and they're no good. So what message are you sending the rest of the league you're trying to trade these guys off to? Or is the setting to buy them out, and they, they just get me out?
1: Detroit probably will buy Blake Griffin out. The Cavaliers will be able to trade Drummond. Somebody will give up something for him because I don't think they're willing to trade him out. At least, so we'll see. But overall, we'll see what happens with that. It's just a weird situation. Like, if you're a team getting them, and if it's, if it's March, what are you potentially getting? Like, you don't know what it's gonna be. You don't know who that guy's going to be that you're getting and what he's going to be able to provide you coming off the bench. Like it's very odd coming off the bench for a month. Yeah. Like he has to get back into gameplay. It's, it's a weird situation to say the least, but I can tell you one thing before we move on. We're going to hear from my bookie, because if you're playing some NBA action, like I've been playing and I've been doing damn well, Paul cup of coffee. I have made more than a cup of coffee. I've made a week or weeks of cup of coffees.
0: Nice. Lately,
1: I have have put in a dollar and come back out with hundreds. I I have been on a hot streak, baby. But if you want to be like me, take a listen to my bookie. The NBA and NHL seasons are in full swing. And what better time to get into my bookie than now. MyBookie.ag is where you want to be to sign up and put your bets in for all these great sports going on. You have NBA, NHL, eSports, you got it all. Everything's there for you for the taking. All you have to do is go to MyBookie.ag and use promo code 12 sports. That's one 2 OZ sports, all caps, no spaces. And when you do that, they're going to match your first deposit up to $1,000. That's right. You heard me. $1,000 on your first deposit when you use promo code 12OUNCESPORTS12OZSPORTS. So all I got to say is, what are you waiting for? Sign up now at mybookie.ag and again, use promo code 12 Sports when you do. But always remember, gamble responsibly. That's right, Paul. Make sure you gamble responsibly when you do your penny bets. Just, I mean... You're gonna lose your house if you you know keep putting a penny a day down.
0: Gamble <laughs> responsibly.
1: Gamble responsibly. All right, and often. Yeah, and often. That's right. Because you can't win money if you don't spend money. But you can't like also have money. <laughs> you can't also have money if you lose money.
0: That's true. And you can't eat if you're on the street.
1: And speaking of places that you spend lots of money and potentially lose your shirt. Las Vegas has made the news, not really, but in the sports world at least, for fashion. And by fashion, I mean helmets. The Golden Knights of Vegas, flashy golden helmets, have apparently been distracting to many a fan on the TV screen. To which I say, boo hoo. I,
0: mean, yeah, I love those helmets.
1: I mean, yeah, they're shiny. Yeah, sure, they might be weirdly viewable on the TV screen. It might look odd to you, but you know what I say to that? Have you ever watched a Notre Dame football game?
0: They're, they're shinier than that.
1: <laughs> they might be. I mean, they might be shinier than the Notre Dame football helmets, but it's, I mean, it's essentially all the same thing. It's a gold helmet. Like, oh, there's two color schemes in Vegas. Did you know this? No, I did not know this. You have black and gold for the Vegas Golden Knights, and you have black and silver for the Raiders. So either way, they just like shiny black black things and shiny tops. They have shiny oh, silver Golden helmets. White. Shiny gold they,
0: they should have introduced it the night of the Oscars.
1: <laughs> Too bad. I don't Shiny think hockey. Game. I don't think is on at that point. When is one of the Oscars in like the summer? Are they in,
0: no, they're another couple of a month. I don't know. I think it is. No Hell, this hockey. This hockey's is going to go to next September.
1: That's true. But yeah, I mean, it was just a quick little thing I saw. I saw it first reported by our own World Hockey Report, which is on Twelve ounce Sports as well. Shout out to Cody but talking about these helmets and how brightly they are shining on the screen and how it's kind of distracting to which i say well it was distracting when they used to use the puck color thing and you know what we all got past it but then they got rid of it these probably aren't going to last forever either it's just a thing to try
0: they could have gotten rid of they got rid of the puck thing because tv's now are like you know the guys are standing in your living room i i'm from a tv era when You had to bend the rabbit ears and put aluminum foil on them, And you didn't even know there was a puck.
1: And you had to physically go up and turn the knob to change channel.
0: They had that siren and light flashing for a reason. Because (laughs) nobody at home ever knew.
1: Exactly. (laughs) But.
0: I like the helmets. I think it's a i it's bold and it's pretty, pretty damn awesome. Also, it makes it it
1: it a little different. Like it gets, it doesn't make it as mundane. Add a little bright and shininess because people can't be there. And you're Vegas. If there's a team that's going to do it, it's going to be Vegas.
0: I like it. I, I As soon as I heard, I looked it up and I said, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I was like, listen, if you watch Notre Dame football, this shouldn't bother you in any bit. It just shouldn't. Or I guess BC, but BC has that red stripe in it.
0: There used to be complaints about the um, when Jerry Cheevers had his hockey mask and they had, he had all the scars when he'd get it in the face and they'd put a scar on the mask and people used to complain about that. Get over
1: themselves. Exactly. So hockey purists. Get over yourselves.
0: That's it. Hey, we were no at one point. Now that's true. having a show down main street, <laughs>
1: that's <Exactly. laughs> very true. And then last thing we're going to get into Paul for the show is MLB news. First off pitchers and catchers report it. I'm happy. I like that. I'm a happy guy over here. Love when pitchers and catchers report, because that means baseball is coming back. And as you know, Baseball is my number one sport. Yes, say what you want. It's slow. It's boring, which David Ortiz actually came out recently and said baseball is super boring.
0: It is. Basically, Grass he power. said
1: his reasoning is they're just teaching launch angles now. There's too many strikeouts. There's too many just guys going for home runs. He said if I was in Vegas and they had odds on the next batter striking out, I'd bet on that every single time because it's more likely going to happen than not. And he's right. I mean, he's 100% right. They're deadening the baseball in baseball. They've even come out and said that they're going to try to deaden the ball a little bit to try to prevent so many home runs. They want there to be singles, doubles, hard ground balls and line drives and hits in the gap. We'll
0: have a thousand asterisks. I know. The year they change the ball.
1: But it's one of those things that like, I get it. Lately, baseball has not been the most exciting. They also need to let the players actually have personalities. That's a whole other issue we will talk about probably during the season. But anyway, pitchers and catchers report it, which led me to the one question that I figured, since there's really no big Major League Baseball news at the moment, is spring training the one thing baseball has that is so superior to any other sports preseason?
0: For a lot of reasons, yes. Number one, financial, right? Yeah. They're selling tickets. Tons of games. Um, There are people that literally go to Florida and Arizona, rent their home for their vacation to watch spring training games. It's a whole lifestyle for some people.
1: My brother lives Uh, in Arizona and has constantly been like every year, been like, you should come out for like a weekend.
0: Yeah. Um, It was, God, I remember back in the day, my grandfather used to go to Florida for spring training every year. Um, It just, it was his thing and go to the games um avid avid Red Sox fan. So I, I I think it's pretty cool. It's a it's a financial boom to the to the um, MLB. I also believe it is you're probably not getting hurt in spring training. You're not gonna dive and break your ribs. You're not gonna throw out your arm. You don't pitch that many innings. It, it, it's it truly is you get to look at the players your new players and make some decisions. Football, man, you play three games, you could lose a lot of guys to injury because yep. I don't care what you say. Somebody's trying to knock you down on the other side. Baseball, more of a skill thing. So I I, I think it is a huge advantage. I think it would be horrifying not to have spring training um, all the way around. I know that it is not wonderful for a new guy trying to make a team. It's, it's spring training. They're, you know, they, they barely have enough money to eat um with their food allowance but it's great for the sport it's great for the fans it is an advantage nobody's going to break a leg i shouldn't say nobody but um I, that's 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 just my feeling i, I don't care about words. i don't care about you know they didn't have preseason football i really didn't care <laughs> some of the guys are probably like oh good I'm not gonna break my leg. I'm not gonna pull a hammy. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, ruin my Achilles. I don't know. A thousand things could go wrong.
1: Yeah. You know, baseball
0: That's
1: part of the events could go wrong. <laughs> and that is where the fear comes from. Yeah. Oh man, just imagine. But yeah, no, I I agree with you. It is it's an advantage, hands down. Baseball is numero uno when it comes to preseason because honestly, once a week football preseason games yeah you get people in the stands but it's not fun to watch it doesn't feel like a real game you know it's not going to feel like a real game it's pretty boring overall you're just like okay here we go going through the motions yada 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 i guess not it's nothing special
0: coming off of last season where there wasn't a farm season right there's no farm teams anywhere doing
1: anything so So it's gonna be a big spring training it is and so you have that situation and then outside of that you have like you said the vacationing and all that but you also have you have games every day you can get up close to the players at least you used to obviously right now it's not really a thing anyway but when things go back to normal you have the real game day feel and you have it daily you have the top guys you get to see you get to see your prospects in your farm system that you won't normally get to see or hear about and then you can kind of get excited for them but it's just in general like preseason hockey and basketball. Okay. Like again, you have your starters play, obviously your starter pitchers and stuff go for like an inning or two. So you only see an inning or two of them, but as spring training progresses, you see them more and longer, especially the everyday players. They get an inning or two also at the beginning, but as it goes on, they start playing more games and then you have the split squads, So you kind of get to see some starters, some guys that might be on the bench, some triple A guys, I think overall it just brings a nice blend of everything, and it also gives I feel like the most realistic everyday game feel. But overall, just keeping it normal.
0: Heads, heads and heads and shoulders, heads and shoulders above the other sports. Um, it is, it's a. You ready for this? It's a league of their own. Um, it, it truly is.
1: Uh, You've been waiting to say that, haven't you?
0: No, actually, it just popped in my head. I think um, I, I really like it. I like I like spring training. You know, you hear that there's. Did I tell you this already? No. I see a trailer truck leaving Fenway Park with 20 cases of bubble gum and 50 cases of sunflower seeds, and I'm like, I should run. I should run their business office. How much do you think it costs to travel? How about you send them right to your facility in Florida <laughs> instead of That's shipping them? Just saying. But anyway, it's fun to see that happen. Um, good to see these ballparks um, around all the sports um, doing the right thing and, and using the facilities for vaccines. I, I just think, you know, it's it's – got to do something good about it, right? It was right? a hellish yeah. season last year, and I think spring training is going to be pretty fun this year, get a lot of coverage. I know the sportscasters probably don't want to all leave home, but if you have to leave home, Arizona or Florida is going to be the place to go, right? They have some yes. weather.
1: That is true, but yeah, I mean, I just have always thought that. I figured you probably would feel the same way. It's just,
0: it's nostalgic, and it's they, it, it's truly its own season. It's they great.
1: need to they need to somehow capitalize on it even more. Like I feel like if you're going to get people invested in baseball, especially younger people, people that go down for spring training, let spring training be the time, especially like make regular season guys be able to show more personality, but let spring training be the time they truly get to show off like who they are, do all the things they want to do, have the different cleats, all the different stuff that they don't get to normally do during the season and let them just kind of have, have events. If you can, like if you can get players to be more involved in some way, maybe they do things that night where it's like meet and greets with the players. And I don't know, something that you can't normally do during a regular season, but where things are a little more laid back in spring training Try to open it up to get those younger fans and people in because you're the only, the only preseason that has a showcase like they do. Take advantage of it.
0: Yep, hundred percent. And uh, they, they, and they still need to rack their brain and get their head, heads around what the heck can they do to make that sport. I mean, you're not going to get a, a cheapest seat at a at a at a, at a stadium. No. Um, Getting to and from stadiums isn't the easiest thing in the world. Um, have the game on in the background could be any game, any day, any any team. So you gotta you gotta create you gotta create something. Somebody's gotta come up with something. And I know uh, I, I went to a a game at Turner Field and they had concerts. Drive in, easy to get into. The seats were like recliners, the biggest seats I ever sat in. Of course, everybody there was a Red Sox fan because it was the Boston Braves at one point. Um, and it rained like hell. Half the seats were covered. It was beautiful. It was a great, great, great game. Um, enjoyed it thoroughly. But that's not every stadium. That's not – got to do something. And then the game itself, dear God, it's, it's about as boring as it gets. David Ortiz
1: yeah. is 100% right. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I want
0: to so. see some excitement exciting things, you know, the, okay, you got a pitch within so many seconds of the, you know, the the, the clock on the pitcher. I don't know what you have to do. Um, I don't want to see less home runs. I want to see more.
1: Well, I would, ho- I would hope you'd want to see more. I mean, I want to see more, but I also want to see every other normal play in a baseball game. That's the thing I think, especially Ortiz and guys are getting at, you need to stop t- teaching the launch angle swings, the home run swings and teach guys just, just swing. Hey, go for the gap shot, go opposite way, do something, push the bunt, like all the different things, all the little intricacies in baseball, like sacrifice bunts, hitting in the opposite way, stealing hit and runs, things like that. You gotta, you gotta do all of that. It's not just about the long ball. I know the whole chicks love the long ball thing and all that type of stuff, but you got to play the game where you can win without the home run hitter.
0: Um, was my John Madden? Um, geez, it was it was the team scores more run.
1: runs. Yeah. Hey,
0: listen, it's it. You got to do something. You have to do something with that sport. Yeah. You're losing the young
1: people. It's great if your seven, eight, nine guys can hit a total of 50 home runs combined, but if you're not winning those games because they're all hitting solo shots because nobody can get on base because they're all striking out. And, they, and they're and they cheating and reading the signals. You could hit four home runs in a game, but you still may lose five to four because you can't do anything else.
0: Sometimes I like watching the game that's 27 to 26. It's just it's one of those, it's just, it breaks it up a little bit. It's, oh. it's 20 innings long, but who cares? Those,
1: those make me a little sick to my stomach. <laughs>
0: i'm going to bed you get up in the morning and they're still playing what are they doing
1: that's what happened with the red sox yankees when they were in london last year when it was like the game started at 9 a.m our time and that by four o'clock i think the game finally ended you're like jesus
0: <laughs> we just end this um do something we don't yeah. care if you <laughs> like let's call everything a strike
1: <laughs> we're gonna get rock rock and sock and robots and figure out who wins just based off that
0: that's it. flip a coin
1: but yeah so we'll see. We'll see if, what baseball does once things resumes. But I think their advantage is spring training and they got to make use of it somehow. But right now that's all with, in baseball news. And that's all I got for the show ball.
0: Well, I think we covered a lot of things. I think you have some great perspective as usual. I know if they don't solve this Carson Wentz thing, you're going to have to drive down there and straighten them all out.
1: I might. I might drive. I don't know. I can't drive off a cliff. I got too much to live for.
0: Listen, well, I got I got issues with these guys not supporting their players. Especially, I, I get it. If you want to trade them, trade them. But I get listen. He may
1: not want to be there. But at the same time, if you have not a good offer, just say, listen, you're staying. Hey, you're playing."
0: They're not busting his door down to keep him either. So yeah. I mean. Do something. Put a face on. Put a game face. Say, "Hey Ben, you know what? We don't want you here." Yeah, like, but we do.
1: Figure out all these teams. These teams. There shouldn't be this many teams with quarterbacks unknown at this point in the year.
0: Somebody launched it and said, "Hey, you know what? I'm not playing here next year,"
1: and. That's happened and for years, but it's usually never been this many guys.
0: It's like, but it's the thing to do now. It's, yeah, it seems like. It. Every week you say, hey, is $40 million a year too much money? Yeah, it's disgusting. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, and then you get $40 million a year, and then you say, hey, that's not enough. I'm not happy.
1: It's true. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see where this all ends up. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe next week we'll have a Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Nick Foles, Ben Roethlisberger, Jalen Hurts, seventh pick and thousand pick in the second round and 2057 trade happen. There you go. And they go
0: backwards and forwards. But as long as Wentz goes someplace, what team do you not
1: want him to go to? I honestly don't care. I just, I'd rather just the you Eagles keep him. No, I something? want the Eagles to keep him. Yeah. But nobody, if the Eagles want him out and he wants out, He's going to end up in Indianapolis. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be what the compensation is for him. And most likely it's not going to be good enough. And that'll be its whole thing in itself. I don't know. But do you want to start over? No, I don't want to start over. <laughs> I'm going to end the show before I get amped up again. All right. All right, Paul, thank you for joining me. Thank you again for all listening. Don't forget to check out all the other great shows on 12 Ounce Sports. Go to 12 On Sports. Go to 12 On Sports you can check out all the shows there. We have Facebook, Twitter, all of it. You got Pete's uh, Philly Pete's Power Plays, Mike said it first, Captain Lewis Extravaganza, The Burn with Mitch, World Hockey Report. Just tons of great shows. I haven't even listed them all, that's just some off the top of my head. Great shows every week. And don't forget go to mybookie.ag, sign up using promo code 12 sports and check out Tide We and go through that by getting 12 slash Tide for some great boots that you can wear outside. Like I said, But again, thank you for joining us. Paul, as always, a pleasure. Absolutely. See you next week. See you next week. My name is Greg. This has been The Sports Dance. Have a good one.
0: The Sports sports. Dance.